Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Real Exes of Portland podcast. I'm Heather. And I'm Sophie. And I'm Amy. We want you to join us from wherever you are, whether you're a mama hiding in your bathroom, driving in the car, or working out at the gym. But regardless, we want you to come as you are. So grab a glass of wine because it's Wine Wednesday. Cheers. Welcome back. Hi, guys. This is Heather. And this is Sophie. And this is Amy. And we are the Real Exes of Portland. And so where'd we leave off? I hate to say that we saved the best for last, (laughs) but personally was over the moon, happy and relieved that Amy reached out to me when she reached out to me because I was going through just terrible mental turmoil on the divorce and was I making things up in my head and was this true was that true was this a lie like what what do I do and it just really brought some validity to where I was at in life because although Mr. X is a very charming person and loves his daughter very much the truth is there were a lot of um uh I don't know if I want to say the word shady and I don't lie isn't really the word I mean I guess it was lies but almost like lying through omission is a common thing Hmm. um can you girls help me fill in some words maybe here I'm well it was I mean, he was a great storyteller. Oh, that's true. So that's he was good. able yeah. to embellish where he had to mm-hmm. and possibly deviate or decept a little bit on the Deceptive. side. Deceptive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So it that's wasn't, true. It, it was like mostly true, mm-hmm. kind of, but yes. <laughs> I, well, We've got a few people shaking their head no. <laughs> Anyways, um, there was enough truth there, though, for a person, you, mm -hmm. any of us to be like, is it just me? Am I seeing something differently? Am I not grasping it? Did I not hear something? Because there was enough truth there. Right. But in the end, the things that matter, the core pieces Mm -hmm. of whatever the story was, was not correct. It was deceit. And it was a lot of stuff we wish we hadn't gone through. Yeah. And, and I have to say, I yeah. mean, compared to what the two of you have gone through, this is Sophie and, you know, basically you guys saved me like really early on. I was only a couple of months in. So it, it was definitely a different story and a different mm-hmm. perception from me. So if I sound a little light on him. Oh, sure, sure. But yeah. Um, no. I, well, so um, gosh, like where to begin? I guess I can go back in time and and uh well let's see when I met Mr. X was there even dating websites <laughs> I'm not that so. old geez Louise <laughs> no. but um anyways no I met him kind of the old-fashioned way you know out at a public establishment <laughs> and um anyway uh how long ago was this? Well, let me see. This was back in 1900s. <laughs> this was in the 1900s. This was. 
Amy Space. Oh my God. So it would have been, I think it was 1998, you guys, actually. And, um, and the funny thing is, is that, well, I don't know. Why is this funny? Um, (laughs) You guys, okay. I am just going to say, I am going to be fumbling through this because I am the most impacted and I have been really struggling with this and I I'm very one of those kind of people that's very concerned about saying the right thing and not hurting people's feelings and that's partly why I was in the predicament that I was in (laughs) for so many years though because I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings and maybe I was the one that was cuckoo and blah 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 so anyway but the truth is for for many years um there was a happy, a happy life and um, lots of vacations and lots of fun times and, of course, the birth of a wonderful daughter and everything. But anyway, let's see. So we met in 1998, and then we dated um, – I can't remember how long we dated before we moved in together, but we rented a house at one point, and then eventually – we, well, I, we moved, I, I bought a house <laughs> and, um, hindsight's always twenty twenty. but I put his name on the deed mm. and, you know, I've done that too. In the end, I lost my house, but that's a whole nother story. That's kind of a little side, a side piece. <laughs> Side note, side piece has many meanings. Um, anyways, um, so I bought the house. We moved in. That was that must have been in the year two thousand. Jeez, what are we in twenty twenty two? Almost twenty twenty three. That's why I'm so. I mean, jeez. Okay, my my mind and plus I'm perimenopausal right now, so <laughs> trying to remember stuff. Okay. But so I bought the house. We moved into this house together, but we had already lived together in a rental home prior to this. And the reason we moved out of the rental home was because the owners put it up for sale. Mm. So we were forced to move out. And then I was like, well, why not just at this point buy a house? And um, I had a good savings and I had a very good job and bought the house. Very responsible. Oh, thank you very much. Unlike... Okay, so we moved into the house, and then we decided to get married, and we got married in 2002, and then we had our daughter in 2003, and um, then what? And then life was just going, you know, then it was just everyday life, you know, going to work, raising a child, um, you know, taking a trip here and there. He spoke highly of your trips and Mm -hmm. everything that you guys did. Oh, yeah. He He always did. I saw these all these videos really of you guys and he mm-hmm. goes oh when we used to play games or we used to do this and and he would show ah, i saw oh, that too yeah. yeah oh wow you guys yeah. oh he still has those videos on the phone oh my gosh wow he he's still well yeah. and see that's another thing that's sort of a heartbreaker you know it's just there's really a lot of mixed feelings but the truth is 
it was unhealthy. It, it was, uh, it was really unhealthy and it, it was time for life to change. And so I decided to leave in, I think it was 2015. And I was 2015 when I decided to leave my you husband You as too. well. Yeah. Okay. And I was 2016. Oh, okay. Very close. <laughs> <laughs> In the year, in the in the later years, or the m- more recent, um, uh, th- we were having some financial problems. I'm just going to put that out there, and so of course that always makes everyone's life. That's a number diff- one of the number one reasons, reasons why people. Get people yes, yeah. and so that definitely was one reason because I was always the breadwinner in the family, and then I had worked for the same company for 21 years, and unfortunately. At the 21-year mark, I was let go. Well, and in a way, it was a blessing in disguise because I was getting kind of burnt out. Mm -hmm. But the problem was Mr. X wasn't working. And many times near the end of my career, I had mentioned that I wanted to stay home with our daughter or at least work part-time. And Mr. X would literally panic and tell me that I could not do that. And I'm sure it was because I was the responsible one and he didn't want to take the the responsibility. And so anyway, unfortunately, at one point, um, neither one of us were working. Mm -hmm. And um, I will never forget the day that he made me go for public assistance on Christmas Eve, mind you. You didn't know that? No. Yeah. And that was that was mortifying. (laughs) He told me he did it because you were too humiliated. That is BS crap. And then they're sorry, I'm yelling, people. (laughs) I hope your ears are okay. Anyways, uh, and then there were other times that uh, he had us go to like food banks, and Mm -hmm. he would say, "Oh, well, you go in because you know." what kind of groceries we need and so you go in and pick out and it was just really embarrassing because I've never been in that type of position but everywhere I went I would be crying when I went in and they were so nice and they're like you know that's what it's here for and there are many people in life that don't expect to be in this position and you know that had been successful you know like one food bank I went to they're like hey listen we have a gentleman that like comes in here and he you know people that pull up in Mercedes and whatever because they had a really successful career and for whatever reason they don't have their career and so yeah they might be driving up in a nice car but it doesn't mean they Mm -hmm. have an income because they have a history they have a past and that's another thing that's really been an eye-opener is this side note is that you really don't know what people Mm -hmm. are going through in life and um that's a whole nother podcast I think we should talk about so (laughs) table that but Anyway, I got off on a tangent there. Um, But oh, so to back up about the house that I had bought and lost was because um, I found out when we were still working, Mr. X and I, that Mr. X had not made the house payment for about a year. (gasps) And one day came to me, I was just waking up and he had been in the shower and he sat on the edge of the bed and told me that he had to tell me something like really bad. And I actually thought he was going to tell me that he was dying or something like that, or that someone had died. I mean, it was that 
scary and serious. And um, basically what he was announcing to me, though, was that someone was coming that day to take our house. What? Yeah. And that we had to file bankruptcy in order to save the house. And so um, I'm like shaking right now talking about this because I feel like I'm jumping all around and there's so many more details leading up to this, but this, this was a, this was a biggie. That's why it really sticks in my mind. And um, the truth is that he had asked my dad for the money Mm -hmm. and my dad said no. And that he was not going to go behind his daughter's back and that Mr. X had to tell me, the wife, what was going on. And so that was the whole reason that he came to me and told me. But he told you the day of. The day of. And so we had to scramble. We were luckily able to, um, you know, talk to some attorneys and get a bankruptcy attorney and everything and file the paperwork. But um, in the end, unfortunately, I had to file bankruptcy twice because of Mr. X. And... The truth is it was just so hard on me because I had always been such a responsible person mm-hmm. and um, had a had a good career and, um, you know, had a house that I had bought, had a new car that I had bought, paid for all these vacations that we went on. Oh, my goodness. When, you know, later I realized that a lot of, a lot of it was, I don't know how to say it, um, uh, I mean, I was, I was pl- living a real life. Like Live- it, was- it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, I was having, I was, it was like what I wanted in life. It, it yeah. was like what you see in the movies or read yeah. about in a magazine or whatever. It was like living the life, you know, but really it was fun in the er- in the early days, mm-hmm. but it, you know, near the end or the last several years, not the very end, but I mean, because we had almost divorced several years prior actually um, one time, oh my gosh, I think he even went and got an attorney Mm -hmm. before me. And, um, I'm sure that had to be hard at the end because not only are you finding out this day that you could potentially be losing your house, but then there's the question of where did all that money go? Oh, that's, that's like, so I mean, true. That, uh, like, yeah. where did all the money go? Not that it's a question for you, but right. in the life, like, mm-hmm. where did the money, where, where, was, where was he spending the money oh, or yeah. where was it, where was it going? Where to, was he taking out of the bank account? Like you guys. Did, well, I don't think we ever had a shared bank account actually <laughs> come to think of it. Smart on her part. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so he was supposedly paying for yeah, it. Yeah. Because I remember I got mad. Um, mm-hmm. Because always I wanted to sit down and go over like plans and life, and mm-hmm. you know he he just really wasn't interested in doing that. And so then I was one left day I was left to pick up the pieces. Yeah, and then one day mm-hmm. I threw up my hands and I was freaked out and I was like I I'm not going to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And so he he was like okay well settle down like I'll take care of it I'll do it. I was like fine great good you you try it you. try to keep everything afloat well never once gave me a clue never said anything to me but I do have to admit I feel like it's kind of stupid on my part that I never questioned anything you know I don't think you should feel bad about that because questioning 
if he's not alluding to the fact that there's a problem, mm-hmm. why and would he's you your spouse. He's your spouse. There you go. You're yeah. supposed yeah. to. I mean, if there's an issue, he should be coming. I mean, he should be coming to you and bringing those things up. So, I mean, I feel like in a dating relationship, mm-hmm. that would might be a different scenario. Yeah. yeah. But in a marriage where yeah. there's a a whole other level of commitment mm-hmm. and partnership that it is I don't think he knew how to be married or what to do I mean you know I don't think I don't there's a lot of men that possibly don't and maybe I think women may have some different expectations yes absolutely but I think Mm -hmm. that there are some men that really don't know how to be a husband like mm-hmm. what it really takes to be in a partnership, and right. and that can be said about anybody, not just men. But it, right, right. But you know, I it mean, takes there's... a certain level of breaking yourself to become vulnerable enough. You have to be willing to be vulnerable to give yourself and all of your positives and all of your negatives, and share that and accept that in return. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, you I'm giving. Yeah, you're probably, and you are I know, a giving I know person. for myself, mm-hmm. like my divorce, I was spent. I was done. I had nothing, nothing left inside me to give. Mm-hmm. And it just, it drains you. And it's... Yeah, very draining. Yeah, yeah and for it's, sure. And you shouldn't feel bad about any of that. And you should be, I think, uh, all of us getting out and being, making these decisions and um, and moving on with our lives and, and so forth. And it... it we should be proud. I mean, and, you know, one of the things I think we want to do is help people as well. You know, we all go through this mm-hmm. stuff. I don't think there's anybody with a perfect life or right. Instagram lives right. or right. whatever. Right, exactly. It's like everyone's got a shit show going on once in a while. So. Right. And, I mean, this is a very, very high level choppy description from me um i am really struggling through this i will admit um i think more stuff will come up Mm -hmm. as the podcast goes on and i will think of things and be like oh yeah remember the time blah 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 and then Mm -hmm. it might spark a subject matter for us to talk about for example absolutely um and oh shoot I just lost my train of thought but you're in the middle of it anytime we're like confronted with something immediately where there's where you're trying to use discretion but also trying to be honest with your story there's always this level of like nervousness and stuff so right you're doing everything all of us would do yeah and you're doing great I mean to be honest this is a tough subject for you and I know that this took a lot for you to do, and I know that it has been a struggle just even over the last couple of months building up to this point where we're, you know, recording and doing the, the podcast. Oh, so you're my di- gosh. You're, doing, you're, you're right. I mean, I am so proud of you. Oh, oh my God. You. Okay, you yes. guys can't see this, but I have tears in my eyes right now. And, and once again, it's because I worry about my daughter, and I don't want to hurt anyone you know but it is also I need to look out for myself and it's therapeutic 
it's there therapeutic mm-hmm. for all of us um and it's also letting all of you out there all of you women out there <laughs> or men if you're listening but uh specifically women if you've been in this situation you are not alone like we have all done these things yeah. we have all been in these situations and Heather has a daughter. I have a daughter. We're trying to also protect the daughters to come from certain yeah. scenarios. We're not saying everything he did was a red flag because that's that would not be the truth. But, but the are- truth is there's a lot more stories, actually, I can tell. And I feel like it might be hard for listeners to understand, well, what was so horrible, really? You know, and and it's not that, like, it was that, like, I was, it wasn't that horrible, 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 but just mentally, absolutely mentally drained. And I did feel like I did take a lot of mm-hmm. responsibility. Like, I had all the responsibility. You were kind of the parent. I feel like you were the parent and yeah. the child in your marriage. Yeah. Yeah. And so you- that's that's it as, a, as an overall... Um, blanket statement yes Mm -hmm. but then there's the little caveats of the the little nuances of lying and then uh laziness and he was hiding things from you hiding oh yes you said you said he used to walk away with telephone calls you didn't know who's calling oh that's Mm -hmm. right yeah Yeah. see I know and I feel like I have blocked sometimes I block and then I and then I'm like oh we'll start talking and then I'll remember something but there's so many details that yeah. you like only remember what you only remember the things in the conversations that you're having sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the, the other thing is enough years have gone by now that, you know, things fade, you mm-hmm. know, negative memories yes. fade. You want um, them to positive fade. that mm-hmm. you want, you know, positive memories uh, remain. Um, there definitely are positive, lots of positives also, but, um, uh, Amy has suggested to me numerous times as I sit here about to cry that I need to talk to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a step. I mean, you're taking a huge step right now. This is a vulnerable mm-hmm. step. Oh, but one more thing exciting yeah. as I'm choking up that I have to say is I am remarried to a fantastic man. He is. He <laughs> Everybody is. loves yes. him. Yeah. He loves Including him. my daughter. <laughs> so. And he's a wonderful man. I'm very happy for you. Excuse you, me. I, I am very envious and. <laughs> <laughs> we need to make a prototype. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> between, oh. between, between the two of them. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, I, it but is, I it want, is exciting. It, it brought yeah. you to this point and it, yeah, you know, and true. if anything, what happened and everything that's happened to you is, is knowledge for other people or that's information right. and it's gonna, it's gonna help. Like it brought the three of us together. We wouldn't be doing oh this my podcast gosh, that's if it wasn't so yes. for him. That's I mean, true. We this, would have never this met. This is the question. I think we talked okay. about it yes. a little bit not in this episode or the episode before. But y'all know that I have gotten flack from several friends and maybe some family members of thinking maybe me reaching out to you guys was weird, uncalled for, creepy, or um, 
like I should just have let it go. Like I should have let go of my relationship with him. And yes, I had questions. And I'm the kind of person that if I can get answers, I'm going to try to get answers. If I can't get answers, then I can move on. But I'm going to try and get answers. So were, do you think it was appropriate that I reached out to you ladies? Like, do you have any issues that I re- that I... I didn't. I think if if I didn't want to hear about it, I would tell you I didn't want to hear <laughs> yeah. about it. Yeah, no, I, I know for your personality. I know. You now, that have, I've, now that yeah. I know you better, yes, that's 100% true. <laughs> but I did want to hear about it because I did have some red flags, and I was um, I was actually really grateful because it had gotten to a point when I learned afterwards, after him and I broke up and I had told him that um, – you know, when I confronted him over the phone, he literally hung up on me and says, I'm going to get my stuff picked up, blah, 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 because he had a few things here. Not meant, not much. He didn't move in. But, <clears throat> oh, I have to interject something. I'm the OG, and I, myself, and my daughter are actually who came over <laughs> here or actually went to Sophie's and picked up the remaining stuff. I remember there were boxes on the front porch. <laughs> because I yeah. know her yeah like I know your daughter so I was like she can come in I mean I'm not mad at her or anything he's right. like no she doesn't feel comfortable coming in and I don't think that's true no I don't no, think I that don't was think true so. I think it was just he, he wanted there to, would be truth wanted, maybe that yeah. may have come out or or maybe not but I would assume since that happened a lot in my relationship and experience with him is that I was not confronted with certain people or family or whatever, because um, in the end, there were a lot of stories for different people, and how could you keep track? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this is Heather. I just (laughs) wanted to say (laughs) that I was not creeped out, that I was really super happy to hear from Amy because I was so distraught about so many things and was just really struggling I feel like we had similar the things that we struggled with on our own were actually very similar in storyline I mean I feel like there were lots of instances where there were like you know is it me was it me am I crazy blah 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 because while I only had the year and a half relationship or whatever with him a lot of the same issues and topics the finances were very similar he just moved right in under my home and just played out a you know fantasy life until I made him get a job and and such and so he owed you money he owed me money there were lots there's several other people that are owed money I might interject and so I I do believe that we had a lot of the same feelings. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that made it. Yeah. I was super nervous on one hand. I remember being like really nervous, and I think I wrote a bunch of stuff down before I came to meet you at I that restaurant that one day. Too. And but yet I was also super relieved and um, interested in meeting and talking things out. And it was that right there was super therapeutic, actually. That very first meeting. Yeah, that was meeting. And you I, had the, the, your husband there. 
No. No. Oh, not mm-hmm. the first one. No. no, not actually at the. Fr- it was months late oh. after, it, because she and I got together, and then we pulled X number two in, and we all started oh, yeah. to get together oh, yeah. and have wine and meat, That's and then right. eventually, we we did get to together with spouses and significant others. But yeah, there was there's was quite a time period of that. And I came in right after you guys met the husbands. Oh, the Thursday line. Yeah. yeah. We were outside. That's right. That's yeah. right. I remember. And I remember when we, I first met you, Sophie, I didn't, re- I didn't know who I was looking for. And, and plus to top it off, we all had the dang masks on oh, yeah. and you, you, you couldn't even recognize someone you already knew, let alone yeah. somebody you've <laughs> never met. I remember. And there yeah. was other groups of ladies there. I was yeah. like, Heather? I know. Heather? I know. I know. And we'd only met once and it was brief. So. Oh my gosh. So that, the rest was history after, yeah, it after was. that. Yeah. Or the and rest the, is history. And the wonderful thing is that I think in all of this, nobody wants to go through any difficult thing alone. You don't want to feel alone in anything. Yeah. And the fact that we were able to talk things out and then acquire this wonderful friendship and relationship that we've had I think is awesome and I do think that if any of you out there feel like you need or feel convicted that you should reach out to a previous ex or a current ex I don't think there's anything wrong with that but if that person says I don't want to talk to you then you obviously need to honor their space and their in their words yeah. And it's not, and I don't think you really told me anything that in the, you just said that, you know, you were just concerned and this is what was going on. And um, the only thing I know that I brought up was the, the car, the, yeah. because for sure, if she wasn't going to talk to me afterwards, I wanted her to know that he shouldn't be driving in a vehicle with her son yeah. by them. Like, uh, yeah, or drive, yeah, my car or drive a car or car in general. Yeah. And that for sure. Like, if you're going to ignore me, I can handle that. But just know yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And and that would put enough in your mind to ask additional yeah. questions. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and this just made me think, uh, perhaps people can message us if they would ever want to tell their own story. Any yes, of our listeners. Yes, we do. We have yes. that set up. So, should I sit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we have an email address that's called rxop period your story at gmail.com. And you can email us and share your stories and your comments. And uh, every podcast at the very end, I think we talked about, is that we would pick a couple out and we would read them and maybe have a little dialogue, a conversation, or a little thought, um, because we're we're not the only ones who have these stories, and you all all of your stories are important, and we want you to feel like if you're alone, that somebody else is hearing you and thinking thinking of you. So, yeah, very well said. And we can put the email and yes, we will have in that. our show notes and, you know, our Instagram and all that good stuff. So we thank you for listening. Yes, thank you. And thank you, Heather. You did such a great job. Well, I thank know you. So there will be you. more to come. And yes, this was totally off the cuff, you guys. I did not write anything down. I did not 
take any notes, and it's partly because I kept wanting to hide under the table and run away. <laughs> but there you go. I just took a couple glasses of wine. Oh, now. <laughs> I had to spill some wine on her, too. Mostly the table drank it because <laughs> Sophie kept spilling it. Anyways. Anyways. All right. Well, we hope you have a good week. And we'll see you next week. Bye.